you know, because I smoke weed here and there, but yeah. like some of the shit is just too good. Yeah. It's over the top. You're oh, like, yeah. uh-huh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh, what's it called? Um, They'll bring like, it's like mainly CBD with like 2% THC. And we'll like smoke a joint of that. And you're like, perfect. You're able to conversate. Like, CBD feel, and like 2% THC? Yeah, it's like a hybrid. Where do you where do you get that to smoke that? You got you got you got to get out like a you know a dispensary or whatever. I didn't realize they they sold like actual smokable. They do, yeah, hundred like, percent. But it's is it like the oil or is it flour? no? It's flour. Really? That's what it's, yeah, dude. It's like this hybrid of CBD. Uh, so it's uh, like THC. the the nice like conscious high. Dude, it's the effects without the like oh fuck oh you know. oh I hate that yeah sometimes like, I, yeah clients will come in well, you know smoke and I'll do like a little you know and I'm like high. I'm like, oh shit! Like, you really? Know, like, I'm, I'm like, cool, you know? <laughs> well, no, yeah. it's true because, like, yeah. dude, I it's mean, dangerously uh, potent, dude. Well, I, I've gotten to a point where, like, I'm kind of parent. Like, I, I was never paranoid off weed. Like, yeah. I, I love weed. I love everything. I'm very like, it's weed is a very positive experience for me. Totally. Like, I've never for the most part. Very, yeah, for the yeah. most part, like, I'm, I'm not really someone that's gonna dive into the you know darker realms. I mean, I don't do psychedelics for that reason. Yeah. yeah. But like weed has always been a very positive. Like I'm doing it to enhance something I like. Totally, I never yeah. do it just because like ah oh, fucking let's smoke yeah. weed. Like my favorite pastime is smoke a little, start painting, put on some music. Yeah, just make shit sound better, make stuff look. Yeah, cooler. you just vibe <laughs> so much harder with things. Yeah. But yeah. like recently, I mean the last probably four times I've smoked, maybe it's because I have like bigger like intervals in between. Like recently, I'll like take one or two hits off a joint. Right, buddy will bring some weed over, and I'm just fucking planted. Yeah. Like I'm planted. I'm like in and out of the conversation. Just yeah. don't want to be there. I'm like, dude, you need to go home. Yeah. Like I'm going to bed. Yeah. I'm like, what's the point of that? <laughs> so like, I've gotten to a point where like I'm looking for all these like, I don't want to spend like a bunch of money on weed that's probably gonna dry out before I can actually smoke all this. Oh, I'm gonna get way too high. Hundred percent. I have clients who just kick me weed or whatever. Be, yeah. I'll have an eighth for like a month and a half. Yeah. You know, because I'm like doing one, one time. time. <laughs> it's like, let me yeah. just have a roach with like just Dude, a tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll have a bowl packed for two, three days sometimes and just yeah. do like little rips, you know? Even like, I mean, I stay away from my bong. Like, I haven't smoked my bong in like almost a year Dude, now. Yeah. It's just too I much. I made that mistake, like trying to be like, one of my homies like smokes a bunch. I took a couple big fat rips. And I, I was cool. And then we were talking. I'm just like, <laughs> Yeah, fucking power down. Well, that's the worst because, yeah. like, you hit it, you're like, Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm fucking, we're gonna smoke pot. And then, because you can't take it back. No, <laughs> you just can't. You can't, like, yeah. once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Like, drunk, being drunk, like, I don't care how drunk you are, like, you can sober up for like a split second and, like, yeah. realize what's happening. Like, okay. Or yeah. just, you know, pass out. But, like, weed, it's like, no matter how hard you, the harder you try, the deeper you're going. Yeah. Even if all your homies are high, you're like, Fuck, they know I'm high. <laughs> they're looking at me I'm high. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I hate it, but yeah. Well, it's funny. It's like I almost want to like buy the shittier weed. Like, do you have shitty weed Homie, so I can I smoke do. a bunch of it? <laughs> when my people get me herb, or whatever, uh, I tell them like, give me the you know, crap, bottom of the barrel shit. Yeah, because I told them give me the upper echelon. You know, it's like seventy dollars for this little piece. Yeah, dude. And you're just too fucking high. Yeah. Just roasted. Yeah. Totally done. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I fucking feel you. Yeah. Wait, so you can move this okay, by the way. Yeah. You can. I mean, sounds pretty good. I mean, or I don't know what it sounds like on there. Well, you just as long as you keep it like two fists, whatever. Yeah, you can play around good. with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Wait. So that's actually kind of a funny scenario. If you smoke before a tattoo, 
Like, I mean, that's a pretty, I mean, it's not just a piece. Like, you can't just go to the next campus. Like, that shit's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever, like, had to tell someone, like, you know what? I just got too high. No, because, I mean, even back in the day, I didn't really care too much, you know? But now, it depends on the client, you know? Like, if I can vibe well with the client, then, and it's a long piece, I'll do, like, I'll go, because I have, like, a little, like, pipe and, you know, some weed in the back. I'll just do, like, a little, you know, a little zipper, and it's good. You're chilling. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be I'll take a big one, and I'll be right on that cusp like oh fuck. But I don't do it if I'm doing like intricate stuff. It kind of depends on the piece. If it, yeah, I mean you've been doing it long enough not to fuck yeah, that up. Totally. Has there yeah. ever been a time where like maybe you like drank or like did something stupid before where you were just too messed up to do a tattoo? Do you know, yeah. Uh, like going on stage drunk. <laughs> well, no. Like I I tried to do this tattoo and I was I mean hungover, dude. Oh. Bad, bad. And so I ended up I I ended up killing the tattoo looked awesome but I took a break like every twenty minutes oh damn dude yeah because I was just like swimming still I'm like fuck you know <laughs> yeah oh my god that's hilarious yeah that's fucked up it is <laughs> I don't I don't know how what's funny is like I've been a musician my whole life I've never like never been opposed to you know people getting drunk or yeah, yeah. smoking pot like to each their own yeah um but I never understood how these like great musicians and people. Oh, I play better when I'm high. Yeah. Oh, I, I some people, when... you know, some people just can, you know, that's how they function, dude. Is like fucking just ripped, you know? <laughs> well, it's also like, you know, when I get like that, it like kind of breaks down the barrier. Like you're high, you're drunk, it kind of takes off that like self judgment so you can be more free with it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I totally get that. Me, I fucking suck. Yeah. Like I won't. In, I, in my head. Well, to yeah. the point, like even at shows, like I'll. If I get all I get like maybe a, a glass a shot of whiskey and I'll sip at the shot of whiskey like for the hour before I go on yeah just and yeah, that's the yeah, max for yeah, me totally I won't even have a beer like well, you do it, like responsibly you know as per what alcohol should be is to you know because well, some people can like drink like five six beers and like yeah. they can be tipsy but they play fine they play yeah, great yeah. right like dude even the slightest buzz for me and I'm roasted yeah I guess when I play in pool. Ooh. right <laughs> okay one beer I'm like shooting okay two beers and a shot I'm like fucking spot on dude everything's like relaxed and you focus three beers and it's a shot shit so you have that sweet spot <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. i have yet yeah. to find a sweet spot yeah because i always feel like kind of bummed out because i like smoking pot right and uh, you always feel kind of cool like you're hanging out at a cool venue you maybe you're playing a cool venue you're about to go on stage you're hanging out with like the headlining band or whatever yeah hey, you want to take a hit of this joint i'm just you're like, like oh, yeah, yeah but i can't because yeah. i'm not a <laughs> i, don't I know want how to, to do but I'll, I'll ruin it <laughs> Well, like I got yeah. buddies, they come over and they'll smoke and like go home, like totally fine. Like, oh, yeah. let's smoke a whole joint with me. And they'll drive home. Yeah, I'm like, dude, no. I was high to like four in the morning. Yeah, how the fuck did you get home? Yeah, I smoke like when I get high, I'm like at the house and I know there's nobody to answer to, and I could just that's that. That's the <laughs> yeah. only time I'll do it. Yeah, dude. It's like I have to be totally alone and like, yeah, you know, there's nothing going on anymore yeah. forever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those. That's one of those rabbit holes of a conversation. Oh, I know it. Like pot and like, and then you get stoned and you start talking about God and you start talking about <laughs> government conspiracies. <laughs> you get fucking super paranoid. It's okay. I got a, a very good friend of mine. He's a comedian. He uh, he went through a conspiracy phase. Oh yeah, and he not even seems totally sober. Yeah, uh, he was like up for weeks just conspiracy conspiracy yeah. theory after one after the other. We all got him, dude. And it was hilarious because at the time, this was like years ago, like him and I were trying to start a podcast. Yeah, um, that was just kind of like no formal yeah. structure, just. <laughs> It was a mess. Rants, yeah. But um, 
and of course the first day he shows up and like he's like two days into his conspiracy theory thing. So like the first three episodes were just him going off about conspiracy theories. All fucking cracked out. Okay. And like by the end of it, I felt like I was fucking on drugs. Yeah. I was like, who's thinking this yeah, shit right. up? Like the pigeons. Have you heard that one? No. You haven't heard the pigeons one? So Dude, no. His the whole theory is like you ever seen pigeons outside of a city? Like you don't see pigeons in the forest. You don't see pigeons in the woods. Pigeons are a government like uh oh shit yeah like yeah. robots that like they they watch the trickling disease on us yeah. Well, yeah, they, they see everything. They're yeah. like, in all the cities. And I was dying laughing because he was convinced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who Alex Jones is? Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. For, like, InfoWars, he's, like, that dude. He's all about government conspiracies, like, talking about, like, the lizard theory. <laughs> Have you heard that? The no, lizard theory? No, oh, what is this? I don't know enough to, like, speak on it. But basically, like, these upper echelon people are, like, half human, half lizard. And this is a this is a uh, you can look it up, Google it, like the lizard theory. It's a whole thing, and this guy's <laughs> like, yeah, he's one of those. Some of the stuff, if you listen to his show, is crazy. Yeah, you know, you're like, okay, he kind of makes you think, but a lot of it, you're like, nah, yeah. Anyways, we met him at the airport in Houston, really? or in Austin. Yeah, like, wrote- that's fucking Alex Jones. Did you, did you did you like ask? Yeah, him? oh yeah, totally. We got a picture with him, everything, because I've heard a lot of his show, you know. And, where you're like, how is this true? Did you like interrogate yeah, him? No, all? I, you know, I was, because he's one of those dudes that'll just be like, how much time you got, buddy? You're you know, like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, I gotta catch a flight. He's all, get the next one. Yeah, I got a picture with him. I was like, all right, cool. That's so, sick. Yeah, I've always wanted to like run into someone like that. Yeah, because they they did pretty much dedicate their lives to like, you know, diving so deep into this that dude. Yeah, they could almost convince anybody. You they know? can, and he's a talker. You know what I mean? To where you're like, fuck, some of you're like. And he's talking about lizard people, and you're considering it. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, and there's people yeah. like that. Like, and I've always wanted to talk to someone that's truly educated on that. Yeah, because like yeah. it's one thing for someone to go off and like just ramble about bullshit. Yeah. He he holds weight because he does. He gets all the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not just CNN or you know. Oh man, I would have missed three flights for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then again, I'm not as responsible as you. So yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I, I uh, there's I don't know if you've heard this one, the mushroom spore. How uh, people came from the mushroom spore is like a whole new thing. Okay, theory. yeah, you know, uh, I've heard the same thing where before planet or before like trees and life and dinosaurs, everything was fungus. Yeah, everything. I'm like, okay, you know, it makes sense. Like, why not, right? Yeah, but it's like we. It's not crazy that we live in that time. We live in the era where, like, yeah aliens uh fucking yeah. around with the ancient people like why not yeah, right dude. we used to laugh at the guy with the crazy hair and yeah. the history channel because it's like of aliens yeah. and it's like yeah they pushed it real hard they but did, at the same yeah. time it's like we also live in the time where maybe yeah you know that movie prometheus yeah it's like maybe yeah <laughs> what was the other one but yeah there's a bunch of them yeah just it's totally because they're you know because possibly yeah. What's the rest? How cool <laughs> is that, though, right? Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Because, I mean, 10 years ago, no way. Yeah. 20 years ago, it was yeah. freaking, they'd put you in a padded cell. Yeah. But now we're just like, this is a discussion now. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we came from uh, mushroom spore because everything was fun. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Tell me more. <laughs> like, yeah. 90% of people will be like, yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah. What cool. do you got to say about yeah. that? Cool. I'll think about it. First, I'll look at how many followers they have on Instagram. <laughs> be like, okay, he has 13,000. Like, yeah, he's viable. He's viable. It's like 13,000 people believe this. I can jump yeah, on board. Yeah, cool. Let's do it. And boom, the next religion. Yeah. <laughs> the next cult. The spore folks. The spore folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking love that. Yeah. Hey, we're sober too. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, Gavin, welcome back. Hey, Thanks thank for, you. Uh, 
Thanks for coming back on, man. Totally, I'm man. Really I'm stoked. Stoked. stoked to come back. Uh, before I ask you, I actually have. A, a, I'm really excited to have you because you've introduced me to so much music, dude. Since the last time you've come here, you've changed my life. No shit. With the music Damn. you've introduced me to, Tight. I literally, I'll pull it up. I have a fucking playlist on my on my Spotify. You can follow me, Gavin's World. No and way. Everything you send it's, me, it's like Bobby's World. Remember that 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 cartoon, Bobby's World? No, I don't remember. Oh that one. man, Bobby's yeah. World. What was it on? Like uh, Nickelodeon. Bobby's World. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, sounds familiar though. Why dude, do I know yeah. that? Because it was like uh, it was it wasn't a cartoon. It was like half real life, half cartoon. Hmm. Bobby's World. Yeah, that sounds super familiar. Yeah, I watched a lot of Adult Swim growing up though. Okay, yeah. So I was watching the weird shit. Yeah, Bobby's World was probably like like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I was a little bit a little kid by then. Yeah, well, yeah. But um, you know, it's I, funny you say that though, because uh, there's like a handful of people that have the same playlist. Gavin's world. Oh, well, you know, like all yeah. the music I send them because it's literally it's it's a hobby of mine. I love finding new, like obscure music, you know, and it's crazy because I'll listen to two bands that are playing the same genre. It's pretty much playing the same shit, but there's always that one that just has that extra something. Yeah, you don't know what it is, but you're like, this one's better. <clears throat> It'll be the same tempo, the same all this shit, but you're like, this one has it, and I like that. I wonder if it, uh, I don't wonder, I guarantee it has a lot to do with how they recorded it. Totally. You yeah. know? Like or maybe you just like how they, you know, how they sing it, you know, how they well, play it. What's what I mean? It, like, it's, I mean? it's not, it's not even like the compressors and like the, the quality. It's like the, when they record, like that moment they record. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, that touch. That emotion, yeah. People think that like, if you play it perfectly, you're going to be great. But it's like, no, even the, you know, the most uneducated person in music, right? Quotes, yeah. uh, can hear it, can feel the touch. Totally. Yeah. You know, I you feel just, like I've, I've had like an acute ear to music couldn't play it yeah you know so i like took my time to like understand it to like you know yeah it, it doesn't even take like you know studying it just like listening to it and like picking up like yeah. oh why do i like this the same this band doing the same thing better yeah right? totally it's the way the drummer's hitting the hi-hat you yeah know? we're just the, that you know when he's about to he just goes yeah just playing with <laughs> your like pulling all yeah. your emotions like come on yeah yeah very much why john bonham and zeppelin was like so okay. great because like he wasn't the fastest drummer. He wasn't right. like this incredible beat maker like fucking Danny Carey. You just feel that. But the way he hit it, yeah, like no one totally. for some reason no one else could do that, right? Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, yeah, this is why he's the best. You know, Travis you know, Barker is a good example. Totally. Yeah. Um, all the music I've ever listened to, I've always gravitated towards the drums, right? Yeah. And like uh, a lot of my music influence comes from my good friend Ricky. He's a drummer, and so a lot of that stuff was brought to me through a drummer's perspective you okay. know what i mean it's like oh fuck all right that's cool that's crazy because i i i literally my last episode i was talking about like when i pick up a guitar when i vibe with music like for me it has to start from the groove right whether it's the rhythm or like you know the beat whatever it is but there has to be a groove because the groove sets everything 100 percent. hey you know there's like heavy metal to where you're like slamming but then there's like the drummer from james brown oh yeah <sighs> You know, he just hit it, and you're like, oh. And then everything else just fits Dude, in that. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's, like, more heavy than, like, a breakdown. Oh, yeah. And it's just a solid funk beat. Funk is, like, <laughs> funk is heavy. It's, it's just, that's just, like, that's it. Dude, funk yeah. is heavy as shit. Yeah. You know, so, funny, um, I've done a lot of, like, soul searching in my life, like, spiritual work, and I feel like, you know, this is not even a joke, I feel like, in a past life, I was like a black drummer. Okay. Right? It's come to me in different aspects. Yeah. And But yeah, there's always been this just this like 
deep-rooted soul that I have when it comes to music, like Stevie Ray Vaughan, dude. Oh. Yeah. I was just in Austin and saw a statue. You oh. see that picture? Yeah. I saw. That was the only sightseeing we did was to go see the SRV statue. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. That guy. Yeah. That guy is the reason why we have so many guitar players He died love. the day I was born. Did he really? Yeah, March, March 26, 1985. Oh, my God. Yeah. Birthday is March 26th? Yeah. When's the 30th? Is it really? Yeah. Tight. Damn. So you probably you have a deep connection with him, huh? Dude, yeah. Oh, plus, you know, it's like that was... His soul was leaving your soul. So you guys yeah. crossed paths, right? Dude, yeah. As above, so below, you know? Fucking metal. But, uh, I grew up on that, dude. My dad, well, I knew when he was... Because he was a cook, he'd be cooking, you know? Yeah. And Stevie Ray Vaughan would come on, it would crank. And I'm like, oh, it's game time. You know? You can't not crank Stevie dude, Ray Vaughan. Yeah. That fucking fat strat yeah. sound. <laughs> yeah. That, you, yeah. Know, you know the story about that guy's guitar? Uh-uh. Dude, this guy was so strong, was so like aggressive. So the average guitar player will have ten gauge strings. So ten okay. gauge is basically like the when they say ten gauge, it's the thickness of the the highest, the thinnest string. Totally. Right? And that's pretty standard. Some guys will do eleven. Okay. Right. Stevie Ray Vaughan had thirteen gauge strings on his Stratocaster, but... which is already like a fat, you know, bigger sound, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But on top of that, the action of the guitar is basically the distance the strings from the fretboard. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. So the closer it is, the easier it is to play, right? Right. Because you're not. This guy's action was like a fucking God, inch God, and a half. God. Like his guitar was unplayable by yeah. the average person. Yeah. And he played that clean and fast. I mean, can you imagine shaking his hand? Dude, he probably crushed stout. souls with his yeah. hand. <laughs> like, but I mean, yeah, it's. He's one of those dudes where it's just, you know, it's timeless. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that, it's, just, that was, it's so insane to play that heavy of a guitar and play, like, fast, funky blues like dude, that. Yeah. And watching him play. Because he doesn't even look like he's, like, beating into it. He's just kind of, like, his right hand just yeah. so soft. Have you ever seen that video of him? He's, like, on stage cranking, and then he, like, broke a string. And, and then the homeboy switched oh, it out dude. right there. I was like, dude. That's, yeah. like, one of the most famous That's videos. That's why he is the way he is. Oh, yeah. 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 What a freaking animal. Yeah. Makes me want to drink more whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. But um, but yeah, I have a playlist called Gavin's World. Rad, dude. And it's literally all the music you send me. And I've all, like any I've hit a point. It's great because I hit points all the time. I'm like, man, I have all my favorite bands and all my favorite playlists. and But I don't know what I want to listen to. Like, I can't make a decision. Yeah. Like, yours is the one I just go, I put on Gavin's World. Tight, and it'll, it'll live, it always and I'll, I'll, most of the time I'll change it after like three four songs right yeah. but it puts me right where I need to be every time like, okay kind of inspires something new yeah like, oh, yeah that's the way which in a lot of it is like this dark jazz concept right Dude, yeah and I didn't even like know this shit existed before I got tattooed yeah by yeah. you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally changed everything for me dude and the more I dive into it, I'm just like, man, what is it about this that I love so much? And now there's a lot of things I love about it, but there's yeah. a lot of things I love about a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. And I've always learned a lot of jazz, you know, as a guitar player and been around a lot of jazz growing up, but I never like fucking fell in love with Dude, this. Yeah. And then I get the hold of this dark orchestras and dark jazz and dark trios and yeah, you know yeah. quartets. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm obsessed. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the darkness. It is, dude. Like it's because it's that metal mind, you know. Yeah. Like, metal is like one of my first loves. '90s punk and metal was just like, Chaos AD was. I burnt that. I burnt that album out. <laughs> I played it so much. Yeah. Because it was just so raw and powerful. But in my adult life, I don't always want to listen to metal. Yeah, I love it, you know, but sometimes I'm like, fuck, enough's enough, you know? I feel and so, you. yeah, with, like, the dark <laughs> jazz and, like, that darker kind of, like, you know, ominous, you know, you still get almost, like, that funky feeling. Yeah. But it's, like, 
dark. It's like metal. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like something about this like dark idea. You think dark and you think negativity. You think all totally. this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like you don't get any of that when you listen to this. And I, totally. I, I thought to myself, there's such a you know, huge section of the world, huge amount of people that gravitate towards this like quote unquote yeah. dark music, whether yeah. it's heavy metal core or industrial you know whatever it is but it's got this like darker maybe it's as simple as playing a minor scale according uh, as opposed to a major scale right like whatever i'm sure there's a lot of notes but i was like why the fuck do we love this so much yeah because it's very different it's a totally different world it it introduces like a a portal somewhere else i like that it is a portal a because when i don't know what to listen to right yeah i always that's my jumping off point yeah, I'll put something on like that. I'm like, no, nah, it's either too slow for my mood or it's whatever. But then from that, I'll be like, oh, wait, you know, I'll go here, you know, and it's kind of like that tree where you're just like, well, because isn't it exhausting to put on something super like not dark right away? Yeah, it's exhausting. If you went from like that to like the Bee Gees, you'd be like, what the fuck? Well, like you don't, you know, because you're waking up and just like starting with that. And like, yeah, not that totally. you can't, yeah. not that you can't by any means, but it's kind of to the point where. Like what? I, for some reason, I can't go anywhere until I've entered that dark realm. Totally. And it's like, is it the frequency of it? Is it the fact that we're in a bad place? Is it that we gravitate towards darker sounds? You know, and I couldn't really put the finger on it for me. I think it's just the fact it's a that combination. I mean, all those things is like chimed for you know why I would put it on. You know, like if I'm in a somber mood. Yeah. Or if I just want something to take care of me real quick. Without being like happy and snappy, but that's the thing. It's like dark, darker music very much has that minor scale, if yeah. you will, like that minor sound. And you know whether it is you know somber, or chill, or yeah. heavy and fast. No matter what mood, there's still a dark aspect to it. But you could totally. still find all those same moods in more of like that major sounding kind of yeah more upbeat, but not doesn't have to be upbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's so yeah. much easier to gravitate towards that. Uh, kind of different that, that darker sound totally it's obscure you and know? it's and it's always tripped me out because it's like even people you know it's it it's so quick to say oh it's negative and it's because you're angry and it's because this I was like but everybody does it yeah. every human you play them that melodic kind of darker you know sexy Dude, yeah. vibe Dude, hey like think of like evanescence right? oh yeah when that came out every chick with a pair of ugg boots was like <laughs> this is what i want you yeah know? it was that somber dark you know uplifting but yeah but it, it's it's so yeah. I like I, I really I'm like I'm not gonna stop working, but I'm really working on trying to identify and like describe, make a definition to this because so many people, if not everybody, can vibe with it. Totally. And I and I said last on my last show, I was talking with my last guest about how like you know certain music just it's not that it, uh, you know, exacerbates a situation; it allows you to feel a situation. You know, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't put on a sad song to make yourself more sad. You put on a yeah. sad song to experience your sadness, right? They say it's a fact that when you're in a sad mood or whatever listening to sad music can help yeah because it takes it takes the burden off of you. it totally yeah and that's yeah. The, you know that's the, you you said this to me once and i and I, I i i say this all the time like music music's there for me it was yeah, there for me totally and like that's totally that, that uh, that's that what music vibe. is for me it's you yeah know, it was my nanny you know it was my yeah my after school you know guardian you know i yeah, my my homie, my yeah, friend, my, my homie. Yeah, my the the therapist. Day, music my... with my homie, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I really dig that because this dark jazz, this dark orchestra, this dark metal. This there's a dark side to everything now, totally. and it's be, and it's being 
like this light is being shed on it because people are feeling it so much. Yeah. And I really want to keep like exposing the, I want to, I like bringing up the conversation because no one talks about it. Totally. A lot of people are afraid to accept that they like this kind of darker sound. It's like, it's because yeah, we yeah. all are so like, we're so sad on the inside where we feel so much that well, no one's willing yeah, to hear anymore. All of us as, you know, middle-aged Americans or whoever, we're burdened with everything, job, you know, kids, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. So we all have it, you know. I think, you know, it's like you said, it takes the burden off, you know. Like, all right. So the reason I bring all this up, yeah, because you know, you're the one that's kind of introduced a whole other world of this <laughs> to me. Brad. Is especially as a tattoo artist. I forget tattooing, just as an artist, someone painting, drawing, sketching, needle, whatever, whatever your medium you're using. Yeah. You know, it's someone that listens to music like you and so impacted. You know, the art has to be impacted by. The music you're listening to totally so i was i was kind of thinking over this the other week and then when i hit you up i was like dude you got to come on for an episode i have like some questions i want to ask you yeah because yeah. this thought came into mind i was like as an artist as someone that loves music this much and as someone that's so well versed in music you know when you're sitting down to do a piece do you say like all right this is the kind of piece i'm doing so i want to put this music on to vibe with me or do you put music on and then that inspires a piece you know, a little bit of both. Okay. It's like if you were to go to the grocery store and you see a whole plethora of like all these rad vegetables and, and, and proteins, you're like, you're going to build a menu off that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes I know what I want to make, like I have it there, but then what I'm listening to just isn't cutting it. And so, so I mean, today is a prime example. I had a big tattoo, they canceled. So I was just kind of like trying to create, but I couldn't get in the mood. I went through just so much music and I ended up on the Mars Volta. Oh, nice. Right. And pretty much just started, started their discography. And that was like, what took me there, nice. you know? Cause I, I think it's like, um, that band in particular, <clears throat> in particular, like helped me through a lot of stuff in my, you know, late, late teens, whatever. So I feel like, uh, I was kind of going through some emotions like, fuck man, why is this guy canceled? Yada, yada. So I don't know. It's, Cause it's hard to explain, but that's what got me there today, yeah. you know? And, but yeah, sometimes I'll just be kind of at the shop and I'll, I'll have art on the mind, but not know what. And yeah, music will inspire it. Like something I'll listen to, like something like, like Wardruna or, you know, this band called Danheim. They're really like uh, <clears throat> pagan influence, they're really nature-esque. Yeah. So I'll start drawing based on that, you know? So do you ever like to like try to manipulate that process a little bit, kind of in the sense like, you know what, I I want to do this type of, you know, I want to do this piece, but I'm really not feeling it well. Like I'm going to force myself to listen totally. to this music to get me there. 100%. Or... And what I'll do is I'll put on headphones. Okay. You know? And it singles me out. And, and cause you know, sometimes we, you know, you can hear background chatter and stuff, but yeah, I'll definitely do that because I'll try to get into that head, same head space when I started the art or whatever, you know? And so, um, but yeah. So it's, it's kind of like smelling, you know, you ever like smell something that takes you back oh, to a hundred percent. Yeah, dude. Wait. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, uh, like apple cinnamon, for example, for me, like those, you remember Yankee candle? Oh, yeah. They close it down in the mall, but the apple cinnamon Yankee candle, that smell specifically so takes warm me to and a certain, inviting. Pa certain yeah. place that I buy it every year because I, I like that going to that place. Yeah. So it's like with you, what you're saying is certain, like certain music, certain bands, certain songs. Totally. You know, like I need to get to this place so I can manipulate the process. Totally. So, you know, going back even into high school, right? So a couple of my teachers would let me put an earphone in, you know? Yeah. Uh, and 
they'd be giving the lesson or whatever. And when I went to do my homework, I'd put the same music on and it would kind of like jog my memory from that part in class. Ooh, okay. And so I'd bring it back and like, oh, okay. So I think that's when I start, first started noticing how, you know, how I, how I put my memory and music together. Cause I remember a lot of random shit, but the most thing I remember is song lyrics. Yeah. I mean, I can recite whole albums, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, because I mean, for me, if I hear something, I'm just like, I'll pound it into the ground until I don't want to hear it oh, ever I'm the again. Same way. I'm the same fucking <laughs> you way. Know? Yeah, I will so literally just, like, just throw the damn thing out. <laughs> it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hate this song. I'm yeah. going to hate the song by the no, time. But I don't I'm care. Over. I'm going to put this on repeat for the next six and a half hours. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Are you kidding? I, I mean, you know how much I love Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I, I will. I literally go three months out of every year. Every yeah. single year, three months, I only listen to Nine Inch Nails. Totally. I, I was just listening to Nine Inch Nails the other day, like the whole fucking start from the top. Yeah. yeah. Day <laughs> and night, three months every year. Yeah. I haven't gone a year without doing it. And it's not like I'm like, I have consciously like, but this is what I'm doing. It's yeah. time. Like, you know, check the calendar. Like, have you listened happens. to his other project, uh, Destroying Angels? What? Trent Reznor has a side project. Uh, What the fuck? Why do I not know about this? <laughs> Hold, please. What's it called? Destroying Angels? Yeah, dude. I almost texted you to ask you if you listened to Ad Violence. Ah. Uh-huh. The EP he did. He's one is it's the second to last EP, I think. He's actually, you know, maybe the third to last because he's done a few. Um, it's one called Ad Violence. Uh, it's an album EP. It's like five or six songs, but I've been vibing with it really hard lately. What kind of music is it? It's, I mean, it's Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. But um, he's just fucking kicks ass on it. The lyrics on it are incredible. Dude, yeah, I'm I'm a really big into lyrics. And it's funny because I was uh, I was on my way over here and I wanted to talk about lyrics. Let's talk about Did, lyrics. Hey, no, so uh, I'm I'm really big into um uh here I'll, I'll find it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, lyrics are huge for me. Omar Rodriguez, the lead singer of uh, uh, the Mars Volta. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to music? I listen to Mars Volta. I've never paid attention to the lyrics. Dude, so his lyrics are. I don't want to say prolific because it's nothing that's like you know awe-inspiring, but the things he says, it's it's pure poetry. Like oh, you man. have to, it makes you really uh, uh, dig into the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and lyrics are are huge for me. You know what's funny is I, I had an interesting experience the other day, other week, uh, with lyrics as a concept. Um, the new tool album my uh my dad he's 62 63 he's a he's a painter artist sculptor everything yeah. and he's a fan of music he doesn't yeah. know a lot of the bands but you know i've always i'm always hesitant to show my you know my parents or older generation the heavier stuff right this new tool album comes out right so i tell my dad i say dad this thing is like it, it changed my life 100 percent. like i woke up at five in the morning i put it on the fucking studio speakers and i sat there and like i weeped i wrote i sketched i don't fucking sketch i sketched like i was the most creative like just burst i was like you you know you got to come check it out just listen to it with me yeah so of course we um i put it on like literally one minute into fear inoculum like right as like the guitar comes in he's like i need the lyrics yeah i'm like what (laughs) so I, i go and i print him out all the lyrics and he's sitting there and it's great because i've already listened to it i'm watching this guy who's like never really listened to tool in his life you know, doesn't listen to this stuff on his own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit there and he's reading the lyrics as this album is playing and this guy is like having a fucking awakening. Dude. And it's because he was reading the lyrics and he couldn't get over how what, what the lyrics and the writing. And I'm like, he's listening to this fucking incredible music. And not yeah, that yeah. it's bad by any means. Like he's loving it. Yeah, yeah. But 
he connected on such a deep level that I don't I don't get to see people connect that deep with anything. We got to think like, you know, you hear a song for however long, you know what I mean? When you get to hear the lyrics or read the lyrics with them, it changes the value of the song 100% oh, yeah. cuz you're like, "Oh shit, this is what he's talking about." Like, yeah. Damn, you know? Well, it's yeah. cuz it's like you have like you have this physical feeling with the music, right? It's, totally. it's playing, you're vibing, you're grooving with it. Yeah, you, you know, it puts music. you in this yeah, place. Yeah. And then you feel all these things and all of a sudden you read these lyrics or you hear the puts lyrics. Puts them in their headspace, you know? Like it takes you headspace. right, yeah. it, it like enhances what you're already feeling. Totally. And yeah. it can be totally different than what they're talking about. Totally, yeah, But just yeah. the fact that you know what they're talking about allows you to get there. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always the argument like, oh, you know, the lyrics are, t- if they're it too specific, yeah. then they'll it'll take you away from experiencing something. I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why great lyrics, like you're like the, yeah, it's like poetry. Yeah. You know, it does something else. It does, you don't have to feel exactly what they're talking about. Totally. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, especially with with the with you know with Maynard too, it's like some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. Like you're not trying to sit there and like yeah, get into yeah. Maynard's headspace. I you know what he's talking about? Maybe you're not childhood trying... stuff. <laughs> like, no, dude, it's, it's, you're it's not trying current. to get into Trent Reznor's headspace because yeah. that's not possible, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, yeah, lyrics are well, like so with the new Tool album, Invincible. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Right, one of the, like I mean most powerful like lyric I've heard from him yet was uh, warriors struggling to stay relevant. Oh my God. I love that lyric. I love right? it. And to me, that's just like that whole song is for me is pertaining to humans currently like the social media brand, you know yeah. what I mean? Like these people that are, I'm fall victim to it too. Is like, you're trying to like stay relevant. You're trying to like, Oh, look what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Oh man. Yeah. And that's what I was just like, fuck huh like these warriors on instagram and social media you know like trying to get these followers and these just likes trying to stay relevant trying to stay relevant dude and you know like fuck yeah you know what's funny is invincible i think on the new album is my favorite song yeah but i i was my favorite song for the first like three days and then i read the lyrics to all the songs yeah and not that it changed i still love that song the best yeah. um but numa the second yeah. song, I don't know if you read the lyrics to that song. I haven't yet. read the lyrics to that one yet. No. Um, Numa, uh, from what I understand from the definition from all that stuff, is basically like the creative part of our soul, the cre- our, cre- our soul, our creative person, Whoa. our child in us. Yeah. Right? That's creative. And once I read that and then I read the lyrics, he's talking about like the creative, like the ch- child in us, the one that's creative. We need to find that. We need to like protect Dude. that and let that come out. And that fucking struck a chord because like people, yeah, totally. you know, fucking like tool. <laughs> Yeah. Right, known for all these intense concepts, and maybe call it negative if you want, you know, yeah. crazy, you know, against this, against that, and then here they come out with this album called Fear Inoculum, basically fight it, the cure to fear, yeah, you know, yeah. get rid of fear and you know, be awesome. Um, and the second song is all about like fighting for that inner creativity, dude. Yeah, I mean, and that was yeah. just that album, man, is. You know, I listen to a lot of music. And I'm sure as you do. You <laughs> yeah. know, I listen to so much music, but. If there's a band that I really follow, you know, I'll listen to their new album. Like, dude, it's good. It's whatever. But it, the music they put out, dude, is it's inspired just huge art uh, uh, leap forwards for me. And yeah, it's just every since it came out, I've listened to it every day. Yeah, just same. to just to give it a, a go. You know, even with uh, a lot of my clients, you know, I'll put that on and. Nine out of ten of my clients will comment on it. Who is this? You know what I mean? It's oh, a masterpiece. It is. It's so. It's just so fucking good, dude. It's. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh. I mean, 
I mean, I did a whole episode on this. Fucking, I remember, yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, album, it was like, rad. And I could, but, I could do ten more. Yeah, just to talk about it. But you know, I, I agree. Like, it's one of those things where all of a sudden you listen to it and it opens up something you didn't does, expect to dude. open up. It does. Like for me, it's... I've made so many life changes. I've gone after things I would never go after. Yeah. I've made, I've taken leaps of faith in myself dude. that I never would. And it's literally because like something was rewired in my brain. Yeah. Like rewired and everything. We were all like, me. we were all dormant for 14 years. Yeah. And then Tool's <laughs> yeah. like, here you go. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? It was ready eight years ago. Yeah, I know that dick. It, well, he's like, the world wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I'm like, he's fucking right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was waiting. I was here waiting. Oh, but man. yeah, no, it's, um, it's definitely, it's one of those albums, dude, that's it, lateralis to me is, and forever will be like my all time favorite album. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's one of those albums that's just, it, it saved my life, you know, in all contexts. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's like, a, it's like, it's, it's stepbrother, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lateralis is forever like on top, but then the new Fear Inoculum is just one of those albums where you just like, you know, so you ask people, oh, you listen to Tool? And if people listen, Jeweler like, fuck yeah, I do, you know. Oh yeah, it's never like yeah, it's like and then you, fucking tool. Yeah. Do you have three days to talk yeah, about how it? How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> hey, but then you know, you ask like I'll be, oh you listen to tool, they're like, Oh yeah, I've heard one or two of their songs. Like, so you don't listen to tool. You know? <laughs> don't tell me you do if you don't. <laughs> Tool's not one of those bands you get to listen to one song. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, you yeah. know. And yeah, it's like, you know, if you have like a show you watch like fucking on repeat. Like for me it's the office. I oh, watch hell yeah. It. Yeah. And you ask, oh, you watch The Office? Oh, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Like, you don't watch The Office. Yeah, you either binge that <laughs> shit or you yeah. don't watch it, right? You know, every character, you know, every episode, or you don't, you've never yeah. seen it. I feel yeah. you. But it's one of those albums, you know what I mean? Well, what's funny is for me, uh, so Anima was the album that got, I, I, Anima was the first album I heard by Tool. Okay. I was uh, given this album, the CD. Yeah. And I was like, who are these guys? You know, you know, you know how that story goes. You put yeah. them in, what? Girl, what the fuck um, is this? So I actually only had that album because growing up, you know, they, I was, I'm old enough and young enough to be like, I had, I had a fucking stacks of CD cases. Yeah. And then we go to warehouse music and you go, you know, I'd go to CD stores and just like, dude, I had out like the books, four CD slots on each side just filled. Um, but like, I didn't get new, like new, more tool music until like three years after I discovered tool and Mm. that was a Nemo. So Nemo is like, for me, eulogy is my favorite one is my second favorite song in the entire world of all the songs. Right. So like, that's that album. That's just, that's tool for me. Lateralis is absolutely genius. Yeah. You know, and for me, tool as a whole is like, it is what it is. But fear inoculum was like, it's tool. It's great music, but it's like this separate piece of life for me. Totally, dude. Separate piece of ex- it's like the, I, I said it on the on the tool episode. It was like when I heard the fragile the first time. By yeah. I was like yeah. that's just a separate piece of life for me. Yeah, I base life events off tool albums. Oh wow! So my son was born two thousand three, same year Lateralis came out. Second son was born uh, two thousand four or two thousand six. Uh, ten thousand days. Ten thousand days. Well, six five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> don't watch this. Yeah, don't listen, kid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, those are like, you know, those were life events, you know, that's, yeah. so for years, my kids wouldn't go to bed unless they had music and lateralis is one of those albums where it was on all the time that and Depeche mode. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, dude. It was just, that was, that was what comforted them. Yeah. Cause that was like when I was stressed out, when I was happy, when I was just wanting to like, just 
decompress, one of those albums would come on, whether it was Tool or, or The Cure or Depeche Mode or, you know. Yeah. Um, Portishead was huge for me. Yeah. Dude, you're like, you're like, you're like talking about my first, like, from like three to seven years old. Yeah. My oldest sister, she was, you know, like, you remember know, when she, she came to get a tattoo? She's like, yeah. Oh, Portishead? I'm like, oh, you know Portishead? So she is the one that introduced me to like so much music when I was a kid because okay, she, yeah. she used to live on the other side of the house and I'd wake up like five in the morning, run into her room. And I, she was she's an incredible artist. Rad. And I'd be like, you know, draw my stuffed animal. And she'd put on like fucking Tool, yeah, Metallica, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, Rob Zombie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just blast this shit first thing in the morning while she'd draw my stuffed animals. Yeah. And it's just like it was. It was very much like a pacifier. Totally. Like it was just, just it was there. Yeah. It was what I loved. It takes care of you. Oh man. You know. <laughs> Speaking of Rob Zombie, have you seen his new movie yet? No, no, no. No, I haven't seen it yet. It looks yeah. fucking Rob Zombie-esque. Totally, yeah. Totally. His, yeah, his movies are rad. I'm not a big movie person. Yeah. You know, like, nothing really strikes me as, like, I gotta go see it. Um, <clears throat> that was the Unless Avengers it's like a documentary. Movies. Oh, was it? <laughs> I was obsessed. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I've never been an action movie guy. Really? Because I'm the kind of dude, I'm like, oh, that can never happen. Like, you're That's watching, why I love oh, it, that though. wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it gets too real, I need I need rhyme and reason. You see, know? I'm the total opposite with movies. Yeah. Like, I want to go to see something that's totally nonsense. not going to happen. Yeah. Like, just yeah. ridiculous. I love documentaries. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, that happened, and here's why I could see it. <laughs> well, documentaries are getting all about murder now, so. Dude, yeah. Gets you you got to be careful with the documentaries yeah. at what time you watch them. <laughs> Do you know, my wife is obsessed with, like, the ID channel. and. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. That Some sense. of it's all right, but, yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> she would get away with murder. Yeah. So if I die, she did it. I, I love that that meme where it's like <laughs> yeah. I've watched so many murder documentaries. Like I know how to I know yeah, how to right? get away with murder now. Yeah. Like I have it all planned out. Yeah. I feel like I'm behind uh, behind on that. I know I don't watch murder documentaries at all. No. I usually watch like nature documentaries. Or I get like, stoned <clears throat> and watch the ocean stuff. Dude, fuck yeah! Hey, there's one on Netflix. <laughs> it's called Moving Art. What? Yeah. So it's literally it's is no uh uh um. Uh, what's the word? No cuts, no edits. No talking. Narration. Oh, narration. No narration. <laughs> Damn, brain fart. But yeah, there's no narration. It's just these beautiful shots all over the world with oh. this just like awesome classical music. Yeah. It's a whole movie. Yeah, there's two seasons of it. There's two seasons <laughs> of the shit. Two seasons of it. Yeah, I put I'm it on the other day. I'm a projector for this one. Yeah. Hey, it was like, um, for one of those times, I was I was smoking with my client. We put that on. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, trying to tattoo, and I'm watching it. You know, I'm, like, zoning out. Like, oh, yeah, I'm tattooing. You know, I'm like, I keep on, like, drifting, and both of us are like, uh, <laughs> this is tight. Yeah. Especially with no narration. Yeah. That it's sucks rad. you in, dude. It does, dude. Moving moving art? Moving art. Oh, man. Hey, and there's this really cool one. It's called um, Mountains. Uh, Willem DeVoe is, is the narrator on it and it's just this like really powerful epic orchestra and just these sick mountains it's like an hour of, of him you know it's like the the our need for adventure and to like see what's on top is yeah. like the, the the basis of it but it's it's powerful oh. it's rad fuck yeah it's called I Mountains Willem yeah. DeVoe too dude yeah that guy's, he's like perfect for that narration that too. guy's like epically creepy Dude, yeah. Just I don't like some days I'm like, "Oh god," but yeah. other days I'm like, "You're the most epic." But when you ever. just hear his voice, you're like, "Damn, it's like soothing and it's yeah, yeah. it's gnarly, it's cool." Oh, he's a cool cat. <clears throat> so speaking of um the new tool album and tattoos, have you tattooed anything 
regarding the new tool album not yet you know and, and i and i have some really cool ideas i haven't been able to you know put them. them on paper yet <laughs> um but it, it de it's like you said it really like struck a powerful chord with me and um i have some stuff coming out that you know so <clears throat> i have a uh, an art show i'm going to be hosting <gasps> uh, yeah <laughs> Haven't had a set, I don't have a set date yet, but it'll be for the new year, um, and a lot of it will be based on you know that genre. I guess not oh. tool, but like kind of just like what you know what music does for you, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And is the, it gonna be just your art? Or is it going? No, to like it's gonna be uh, a bunch of artists of uh, of mine. We're all. It's gonna be normally what I'll do for my art show is I'll just let them free reign. You yeah. know, kind of just make art. But this one's gonna be inspired by uh, tarot, like tarot cards. Okay. And so we're gonna leave the subject matter to the choice of the deck. Oh. And so, but we're all gonna do sixteen by twenty-four. Dude, this is so cool. Yeah, and so, uh, <clears throat> but. The, the few pieces I'm going to put out are are heavily uh, uh, influenced by the new Tool album. And, I'm and very it's excited. New art. Yeah. I like hearing this because yeah. I don't know if you remember me saying, we were last time you were on here, we talked about the release. I was like, if I have the money by that point, yeah. I want to get the, uh, you know, I want to get a tattoo, which yeah. I still want. Dedicated this whole part of my arm. Sick. I want a big piece. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't decided. I was thinking like maybe the you know the new Fear Knocking on the tool where they wrote it just like across here with okay. like writing about it. But like I was thinking, I was like, I don't know even know if I want tool written on there. I think I just want uh, something yeah, inspired. Yeah. That's what that's what this will be. And, and then, so I'm, I'm like I I'm still in the books. Like I want that's for sure happening. Right. A tool inspired out or uh, tattoo on the side here. You know, and that's it's funny because I I have a handful of friends that are like you and I that are just like tools on a very very high pedestal you know what i mean <laughs> and um i'm trying to like trade work with my homie spencer who, who's a huge tool fan but we just you know just mixed connections each time but um there'll be some really cool information and and, and, and uh stuff coming up pertaining to that because the artists that are already have already said yeah it's going to be the best one i've done yet I'm stoked because yeah. this, I mean, for me, it's like one, I get to go like look at great art, but at the same time, I mean, I'll be choosing what's yeah. going to go in my body. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, cascading into that, I was going to talk to you about maybe doing some live music for it as well. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. So I'm always we'll, down course, for that. Talking another, uh, uh, Hell yeah. yeah. But um, I'm not sure where we're going to have it yet, but it's going to be, I'm, I'm trying to do either the day before or the day after New Year. So, so talk to me a little bit about that community because I think it's, it's, I have, I have a buddy that does the Beverly Hills art show. Okay. And it's like this outdoor art show where they put like these like little, like small size booths. And everyone can hang up their art. Really cool. And I love it, but yeah, it yeah. still seems kind of big. But out here, your shop's located in Simi. You're putting together an art show. Like it's not a common thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. It's not common. Yeah. I think this is a great idea. So just said it just for people listening and for my sake, because I, I very much want to get more involved with putting events together, like bringing people together. Like how do you, how do, what's your first step? Like, how do you go about this? So, I mean, through my industry, I meet so many people, right? Yeah. I mean, for everything from, from, you know, preschool teachers to, you know, fucking homicide detectives, you know? Oh, yeah. And so, um, uh, basically, I, the last one I did last year was I, I hosted at Enegrin Brewery because uh, I had done some, some of their labels for their beers over there. I almost died and from so, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think what we'll do, because I have that warehouse attached to my shop, yeah. I think what we're going to do is like clean it out and, and you know, because 
when I did it at the brewery, I put up these big faux walls. Like I made a whole thing of it. And uh, it was close to uniform, but I wanted it even more so. And so I think this time uh, we had a really great success last time. So uh, this time I'm going to make everything just like as close to, you know, uh, gallery as possible. Thematic, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to rent out the space. You're going to get the artists and say, hey, this is a subject matter of tarot cards. Totally, yeah. Um, and and more or less, like, I, <clears throat> how I did it last time was I just started putting, I just started, like, canvassing all these different tattooers and artists I know. Like, hey, are you in, you in, you in? And then once I kind of saw, like, I guess the caliber of who was going to be presenting okay. art, I was like, okay, so I need to do, you know. Because I've had them at my shop, and um, it's cool, but it's just kind of like, I've seen the space so much that it just didn't have that power that like, oh, you know, look at this. Yeah. So um, I'm still, I don't know where I'm going to have it yet, but it's, uh, yeah, it's based on, I guess, who's going to be showing. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, what's what's your goal with something like that? Your personal goal, business goal? I mean, what? Honestly, I just want to be doing something different. Like as of late, I've been trying to rebrand my shop. Excuse me. I've been trying to like just think outside the box of tattooing you know like and it's hard because everything's been done you know what i mean and so i just like to um show the community like hey you know yeah we tattoo but look what else we do see yeah, I, I love all your art stuff i love when you, you post that stuff i even asked you if i could buy one one time yeah, yeah. and you said yeah. you don't sell it yet and you yeah. really like i try you know it's just kind of one of those things where i'm just like I end up just being like, ah, give me whatever for it. You know, yeah. like I'm not good at that. Now, will you be selling pieces at this show? Yeah, totally. I mean, all of them have been up for sale, you know, but sometimes like, for instance, last time I had done, did you see that the, the, um, submissions I did, it was like the realm, it's like earth, land and sea. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I just, I, I fell in love with it so much. I, I put this really like high sticker price on it, you know, and so I no figured, get it. well, I figured if somebody was like, I'll pay that right now, then that would have been a worthy home. Like, fuck yeah. And, but I remember from that, I put it in my house and I was just staring at it, just like critiquing it every day. So, yeah. <laughs> so I had to take it down. I put it in my shop, but you're like, this um, is becoming a negative experience. Yeah, totally. Like I hate this part, this part, this part, but yeah. So you just, you just want to get, you know, expose the fact that there's more art going on. Totally. You know, and sometimes it is like being accountable. Like I know a handful of super rad tattooers that they don't make art. You know, or they do, yeah. but it's just like they don't have time to, or whatever. And sometimes just like telling them, "Get off your ass!" Like, let's make some art, you know? Yeah. And the the people that are making art, they're just cranking it out, and then I want to be inspired by that. I'm like, I want to do more of that, you know? Kind of like a lead by example thing, like say, like, "Hey guys, dude, yeah. you know, yeah, we're in the tattoo industry. Yeah, we're labeled by everyone that's not us. Totally. But hey, we're still artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I do so much traveling. You know, I'm like trying to. Every time I leave to a new spot, I get inspired huge by either the art they're doing or the tattoos or how they approach it. And even like, you know, some of the tattooers I've, I've met, just their, just how they describe their art, like the story behind it mm. is what I'm like, you know, blown away by. This dude, Jeff Gogwe, he, he made this art for my wife and it was like almost like a half hour presentation on why he created what he did. Oh, and I was just so blown away by that. I'm like, man, that's awesome because not just like here's your art and he was just like oh you know i i I felt i wanted to develop her before she was like you know had blossomed into this goddess and you're like 
Well, that's, well, that's the meaningful part of it, right? 100%, yeah. My yeah. dad, I mean, he's in, he's a master painter. He's, you know, one yeah. incredible level, right? Yeah. And I love it. He's, I say this because you not... You see not, it in all his work, too. Not because he's know? my dad, but because I genuinely am a fan of his work. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. love his artwork. But the best part is, I mean, I, I went, to, went to all the shows growing up as a kid, yeah. you know, and the number one thing about the sales point, like the salespeople, they had to know all the stories. Yeah. That was the number one thing. You had to be able to tell the story of Euros, the yeah. story of the painting. And it's like, I watched how important that was. And like, once I became kind of like my own adult and totally. I was like, that matters so much to me. Yeah. I mean, why, yeah. you know, even music, like music sounds good. Art can look good, yeah. but then you like get this deeper meaning behind it. And music's a little easier because you have lyrics and it's kind of, but when you look at a piece of art, the artist shares what this meant to them and how they got dude, there. Yeah. Dude, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a total game changer. It totally is. You know, I was actually working on this project. It kind of fizzled away with my buddy. Like I wanted to give him like a series of art, right? Cause normally it's, you know, art that inspires the music or, or you know or music that inspires the art yeah. if you listen to something but i wanted him to create like a soundtrack for the art i gave him i love that right fucking love that and so um i mean that's still something I'm, i would like to do you know Hell but yeah. uh i think that'd be cool you know i love that i think that's yeah. really because i mean people that score films what you know they they watch it like all right they're this is the situation on the right music that applies yeah that. but to have just a piece of art like, what does that take yeah, you to? Yeah, like, yeah. where does that take? Because you really have to dive somewhere. Yeah. You really have to connect with the artist. Totally. Yeah. I fucking love that idea. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's uh, you know, and that's that's just me trying to be, like, something different. Like, my tattoos are cool, yeah. Like, but I don't know. I guess I have this, like, insatiable urge to just, you know, do something different, to listen to something different. Oh, to, yeah. You know, so... Well, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's like musicians. I mean, it's like any artist. Yeah. You know, it's like someone can be a heavy metal shredder, right? Lead yeah, guitar yeah. player and go home and play flamenco. Yeah. They can go well, the join thing the is fucking like, folk, you know, folk band. <laughs> totally, dude. Think about like, even like this dark jazz, like, yeah. uh, uh, Baharen, Der Club Agor, right? <laughs> They're from a like true Norwegian black, black metal background. Oh, fuck yeah. And they disbarred and i forget what band they're in now but you know it's yeah. like if you only listen to one kind of music you're only going to play one kind of music you know what i mean yeah but yeah but that's that's uh that's so good to hear right yeah. you know because a guitar you can pick up and you can play every style of music right yeah you know with art you know your medium really determines what you're going to be able to do yeah and to really branch outside that and like reach out yeah Cause, totally because it's really not uh i wouldn't say it's not open but it's not like open to the public you know, it's like you have your artists and you have the people that appreciate art. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. let's let's get on the same playing field here. Totally. I dig that. I love that. I, I can't wait for that. It's going to be red. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll have that on my body and yeah. that on my body. <laughs> you know, it's funny is, you know, because I tried to get both painters and tattooers involved in the art shows. Because one time I had it with strictly tattooers and you could see nothing but like tattoos in the art you know yeah. but when i had it like last one it was painters and it was tattooers then you could see art rather than just like you know tattooable images uh, it's kind of that's yeah. really interesting it's because tattooable images opposed to art so what, what are some things that would classify is it the fact that it's you know, so more... like if you um <clears throat> frank frazetta you familiar with his art okay <clears throat> frank frazetta he has like a really loose painterly style you know, uh, nothing's really like s solidified. 
No, like hard edges or anything like exactly, that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, like, to, you know, of course it's doable in a tattoo sense, but like, as far as like what a tattoo is, it's, that's not it. Whereas, uh, there's certain things you can accomplish with brush stroke and like pen that totally you can't that do. You with can't. Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, that's, you know, cause sometimes it's just a little like, you know, glaze that makes that extra difference. Whereas on a tattoo, you have to apply that. Like, you'd have to saturate that. Yeah. And for, it to work and so um yeah it's like little nuances that really totally yeah yeah or you know hard lines and 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 you know like uh stuff like that you know i've never never even thought about that yeah sometimes clients will come to me with a tattoo or an image that they really like that's powerful to them but i'm like it just won't translate because it'll be like a digital image you know that's really loose and and um not rendered yet yeah and once you render it and like dial everything into it, like a tattooable platform, it changes the art completely. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's something I've, uh, I've, you know, once I met you and, you know, tattoos and I built my whole experience through you, your shop and like being exposed to a whole other side of things. It's been really exciting for me because like tattoos were very much tattoos. Yeah. Art was very much art. Yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't like this, uh, this combination of things yeah. for me. Well, like, like naturally. This renaissance currently of these people that are just fucking phenomenal painters that are like just awesome artists and like, I'll try tattooing. Because I can make money. And you know, if you think about it, it's like the only medium of art that you can make money at currently. Because, you know, it's in, you know, right? It's, it's, yeah, right. it's accepted you know, right yeah. now. Yeah. And dude, some of the artists out there, they came from art background or art school or whatever. And they're just absolutely just amazing tattooers because that's just who they are you know and they're just really changing the face of what tattoos are able to be like when i go to tattoo shows conventions and shit it's i look at the tattoos that they're doing i, I want to like jump off a bridge I'm like i'm fucking nowhere near that like what the fuck you know <laughs> yeah and um, but that's what keeps you going you know same what? with the music when you hear like you know dudes like uh fucking tozy and abasi or whatever oh my god know? Yeah, three-piece band, and they make all that noise. You're like, or like Mateus Asado. I don't know if you that the guy's 24, 25 years old, uh, my age. It's like the fucking. Or he's already become one of the greatest legends to ever touch a guitar. Oh my god, yeah. See, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you do it's this? That innate ability, you know. And, and but then you know, it comes along with every hobby niche. You know, comes that one guy that's like far surpassed anybody but then you're like i'm gonna try to be that even though you know like realistically you're never gonna be that well it's like it's that that's... you never want to be anybody else like you want to be your best version yeah. of yourself yeah. you know it's like and that i feel like that's what gets you to that place of you know one day you wake up and someone's looking at you like oh how are you doing that it's like because you weren't paying attention on how to do that you're trying yeah, to make yeah. what you were Just doing do, the do best it, yeah. right do thing, yeah. but uh but it's funny because like Growing up, I've always loved tattoos, and I had like all these ideas. Like this, so I'm gonna have this tattoo on it, I'm gonna have this tattoo on it. You know, that list is like almost totally gone. It's fizzled, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> because I've been so exposed to a whole other realm. Like, like oh, this is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Like I can just throw ideas, things that I love, and have an artist take it, turn it into Great, something, yeah. and then I'll have that. So, like now, I'm I'm like I'm even more eager to get stuff I have no idea I want yet. Yeah, totally. And like I love that feeling. I know well, it yeah, sounds bad shit crazy because most people are like, I got to know it's permanent. But the idea of wanting something so bad and I don't even know what it is yet yeah. because someone else can offer this beautiful artwork. Yeah. And that's just the thing with like, you know, uh, social media, you know, people, you know, they seek out my work, for instance, 
everybody's done a skull in flames before. Huh. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, they won't mind specifically just because of how I compose it or whatever. You know what I mean? But you're right. You you know, you give them an idea or you give, you put the idea out there and and you can you know you can achieve it. Well, it's kind of like I mean this this may be a stretch to compare compare, but like for me, I love jamming. I yeah. love playing guitar with people, you know, whether it's a drummer, a singer, another guitar, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I jammed with a guy who had a fucking who rapped and had a drum machine. Sick. Like that was one of the most fun times I've yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's very much the idea like I don't know what it's about to happen, but I'm craving it. Yeah. But I wanna be I wanna get fucked. I wanna go it's deep fluidity. into it. Yeah, totally. And with something as strict and hard lines and permanent as tattooing, like to get that feeling, yeah. I think that says a lot about you as an artist, what you're promoting. Yeah, Especially yeah. this idea of putting the art show together. And you, you just you as a person, I feel like that's that's the vibe that doesn't matter what you do creatively, you gotta go for that. Totally get dude. people stoked on what if, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's same that. same with music, same with art, like if you're just trying to like, you know, if you're just trying to do something different, people will notice. You know what I mean? If you're trying to be inspired by something different, people will notice, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So if I uh if I had never heard any like this dark jazz or dark music and I came to you and said, Hey Gavin, I wanna I wanna learn. What's like the first three songs or three bands you tell me to listen to? <laughs> okay, so it'd be Baharana Der Club Agor. What the how do you spell that? It's like B O H R E N Baharen. Baharen, okay. Der club, like in the club of gore, but it's a der because they're German, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, the Kilimanjaro dark jazz oh, ensemble. Oh fuck yeah, dude, so good. Yes. My homie Mason turned me on to them. I think we were tattooing. He's all out of blue. He's like, dude, you gotta hear this. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, put that on. I was like blown away, and then um. You know, come to me. Yeah, I don't no. know. Those are, those are like the two like dark jazz, you know, that I can think of, you know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, what's the name of the band? It uh, starts with a B. Black something. Um, you sent it to me a while back. I need to check it. This this band this this is the band that changed everything for me. Let me find the name here real quick. Gavin's World. Where are you? <laughs> Gavin's World. That's rad. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't a band. It was a song, uh, "Blacked Out." Oh, by Yusuf. Joseph Days, yeah. dude. Yeah. And then Mammal Hands, the band. Yeah, I Mammal should, Hands yeah. changed fucking everything for me. Unreal, right? They they changed it all. Like that dude, was. Yeah. They opened up a gateway of perspective. Yeah. With music, a, because it's dark, and, it's epic, it's upbeat, it's slow. It's like all these things that wouldn't work, but do. Yeah. It's it's so it's so flu- it's chaos in a fluid form. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it, it was band, uh, yeah. Go Go Penguin. Oh, I, I have the whole album on there. <laughs> Fucking whole album is on that dude, yeah. playlist, dude. Yeah, and that's the thing is just like there's dude they're 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 bringing jazz like the roots of jazz and they're bringing electronic, you know, uh, uh, like have you heard like lo-fi? Lo-fi. It's like a genre of music. I've been really into it. It's just kind of like it's like hip hop meets jazz with like okay. You know, it's just it's like Starbucks music. <laughs> okay, I got it would you. be the best way to you know it. It's like background, but it's kind of like groovy. But there's no like, it, it's there's no me, hook to it. There's no hook, and it, it wouldn't put you in any mood. You it's know what I mean? There. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. like there's some bands where you listen to and you're just like, focus. You're like, you know, it's exhausting. Heavy. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, 
Um, but no, Mammal Hands is one of those bands that's just like, yeah, they're just always they're really good. I went through like a solid week of just Mammal Hands. Yeah, when you showed it to me because it was one of those things where like it hit it hit such a nice place for me. Yeah, it's like I didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, like I worked out to that shit. I Dude, fell asleep to that shit. Yeah. I got high to that shit. I like fucking did everything to that. Yeah. I worked to that. I mean, it's just constant. Totally. You know what I've yet to do? What I would really like to, maybe we can, uh, you know, get into that is just get like fucking high as shit and just listen to the Tool album. Dude, let's do Front it. Front to back. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's talk about God and conspiracies <laughs> and, you know. That's what I did. <laughs> I heard people. Did, did, I invite, I invite, did I invite you to the listening party at all? Huh. I didn't text you about I that. I didn't get that. I didn't get that invite. Damn! How how did I not text you <laughs> about chop that? Fucking liver, dude. There's no way I didn't text you. There's no way I didn't text you uh, about that. Uh, really? I might have, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I fucked up. So I had a listening party of like three, four other people with me. No way. Yeah. yeah. We sat in here. I blasted them on the studio speakers. It was the Friday that came out. Okay. And there was joints for those who wanted to partake. Got fucking Tight. super baked and just yeah. kicked in and listened to the album start to finish. That's rad. It's life changing. Yeah. How did I, there's no way I didn't text you. Nah. Fucking Helen Keller moment right there. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's uh it's pretty wild. Fucking um the end of Invincible when Adam Jones comes in with that like fucking heavy guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this like consistent melody he has going and then he comes in super heavy with it. I literally lost my fucking mind. You know what? Like a lot of the drumming in that album, it almost has like a Latin feel. Kind of like that like, uh yeah, because, yeah, I mean, the timing signature is way different, right? That, yeah. like, I, I don't know the timing on it, but that's what it kind of reminds me of is that, like, um, yeah, like a Latin fucking, like, tribal. Oh, Danny hard. Yeah. Tribal's a perfect way to describe Danny <laughs> Totally, you know? Uh, a couple of my clients, like, older cats, they were listening to it. They refer to it as that, like, oh, music's like, almost like tribal. Like, yeah, man. Well, those little small toms he used, like, the kick it, those really yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the beginning of a, is it Numa that it happens? He does it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. I mean, and even Chocolate Trip Trip, like the soloing, <laughs> dude. The, the, the really so high drums, sick, yeah. Oh man. Or even I, I forget what uh, album it's on. I think it's on Laterals where he uses the tabla. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or uh, in the beginning of a ne- of a Nemo with Stingfist. Bound down down That sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's such another level. Totally. You know, I remember back in like high school, I used to be a total hippie. I had like dreadlocks and everything, and my buddy had came across. We were into like getting like drum circles going, you know. Fuck yeah. Playing hacky sack and <laughs> shit. But he had a tabla, and that was like one instrument that I was like actually kind of like trying to like you know learn how to play because of that song yeah yeah we'd go up to like cooner you know the, the mountains in simi valley okay Coonerals. yeah there's this little spot right there we'd bring like bongos and his tabla and like a didgeridoo oh like, yeah. dude i love it super hippie dude I fucking love it <laughs> Dream, bring like 40s up with us you know 40s and mickeys oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, someone would look at you with the dreads and be like, "This all makes sense." Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a couple. Never... I have a couple pictures floating around somewhere. My, I would love to see my those. insane clown posse shirts. Oh and my, my god, yeah. man! <laughs> I was that guy, dude. You were the guy, homie. Yeah, I have. I have multiple uh, insane clown posse tattoos that are covered up now. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was... well, that's, <laughs> that cracks me up a lot. Hey, you man. know what it was, dude? It was my parents would come in and be like, "What the." fuck are you listening to i'm like tight 
You know, you hate this. I love it. Rebel. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, two thousand one. You know, uh, uh, um, so the great Malenko came out, and it was just one of those albums that was just like disturbing to parents. Were like, you know, listening to ready you know, for it. Janis Joplin and shit. And, and, it's like when and, Marilyn you know, Manson came out. Like yeah, it was the Landis biggest. Morset, yeah. yeah, yeah. People are like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, the world is going to shit. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. gonna murder each other. Yeah. Like this guy's he's a great performer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. He's doing his no. job. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, um so I'm, I'm like totally hooked on this like tool tattoo idea. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. I want I'm really curious cuz you you're talking about these I not forget the tattoo just artwork in general like when you were inspired by like are you using the logos any sort of like, you know, there's like the eye, there's it's Alex Gray's art, you know, cuz if I do a Alex Gray piece, that's an Alex Gray piece. Well, that's why Granted, I'm curious, pe- right? People will know it's Tool because of that, but like what I'm trying, the the ideas I'm having are, are you know based on Tool themes. Okay. You know. So like, is it like Tool lyrics and what they're talking about, or is it the feeling you get when you listen to it? It's a little bit of both. It's like a the feeling, but then it's like if you take you know uh, the album from like Undertow or the art from Undertow and Ema and, and all these other albums, like they're different, but they all have the same theme. You know what I mean? Like uh, guttural and, and yeah. organic, you know, and, and um, kind of like this dark repetition. underground. Yeah, yeah, because well, you have all the eyes, you know, and like all that really cool texture, and you know, that's Fuck more yeah. or less where my head would go. It would I, be, it would be a tattoo that would be even art. It'd be really dark. It'd be, you know, yeah, it wouldn't be anything like brilliant or, or like colorful, you know. But it'd be very much dedicated to it. Hundred percent. Like if you saw, it, you'd be like. That's a tool tattoo, dude. I'm so. So, there's yeah. is there any like hard pieces like you know is like a any like subject matter in it that you already know is gonna be there like like the, there's the eye for example, right? Yeah, the so. eye will be there. Yeah. I'm, <clears throat> so what I'm gonna do is I'm just basically I'm running off of I it would be textures. Ooh. It, you know is you know because you know when you have that sound from any one of the albums like i can kind of like assimilate it with like almost a feeling of like you know yeah like, you know uh, absolutely something along That's those so lines cool. yeah so it's like for me my developing process like for that backseat you just saw we booked that a month ago you know and i'm just like since we booked that i've been just like thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it and then i drew that yesterday in one city fucking wild it just comes out you know and so like i think like i kind of just like categorize all these different feelings emotions textures you know uh uh, shapes and then it just kind of comes out like boom boom like i drew that whole back piece in like two hours so like the idea of different feelings inspires texture 100 percent, yeah yeah i mean because you think feelings you think color right most people not you but like the average person but to think texture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And if you and see something that's really like abrasive, you know, your textures are going to be like hard, hard lined. And they're, you know, but if you have something like mammal hands, my texture would be something like soft, but then like, you know, escalating, you know, something that's with like a direction of or, or movement. Yeah. You know, that's incredible. Yeah, that with blows Tool, my it would mind. just kind of be like this, you know, this like infinity of something. Cause it's like, if you think of all their albums, like, okay, for Fear Inoculum. You have every one of their albums they've ever played inspired, like Tempest. Oh, That's I said the same 100%, thing, dude. I said right? the same thing. I was 100%. like, Fear Inoculum is the ode to Tool. It is, and that is exactly that. Yeah. ode to Tool. So, uh, Invincible, right? Yeah. 
that equates to me like the patient from Lateralis. Ooh. You know what, what I mean? It's, it's one of those songs where it, just, it gives you chills. It doesn't matter what time of day you listen to it, how you listen to it, it puts you there. You know what I mean? And that's where, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, oh, man. That's, I, it's got me so psyched. Yeah. Feeling and texture. Yeah. Because as, as a musician, you really try to accomplish texture and sound, right? Totally. Sound has layers and texture to it. But, you know, art is very clearly textured. But to create art based off of feeling inspired by textured music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what a fucking chain of events. Yeah. A chain of creativity that's just so, so real and so natural. Totally. And then same with, like, so that the three-piece set I did for my last art show... I was sitting on all these designs and all these, you know, uh, um, uh, textures essentially, yeah. you know what I mean? Until it just like, boom, I drew and painted all those within like a week. And, you know, but there was like six months of me like fucking pulling my hair out. Yeah. Cause I was just like, I couldn't put it here yet. You know what I mean? I put, couldn't develop it yet. But until you knew it was, it was like, there. Fuck, yeah. Damn, dude, yeah. that's fucking wild. Totally, that gets that gets me so stoked. Yeah, and you know, uh, actually, a lot of those uh, those paintings were uh, I, I was watching uh, documentaries on like black metal inspired a lot of those. Uh, nice. Until the light takes us. Have you heard of that? Uh uh-uh. uh Dude, it's a super sick uh, documentary about like Varg Vikernes of uh, Burzum. And, into the uh, darkness uh, uh, until the light takes us until the light takes us yeah yeah i watched that like on repeat and i was watching a couple different documentaries on like chuck schultner um and yeah so well goddamn, dude yeah fuck it's what it is man music is literally it's like i rock climb i have i'm an artist and then like music is my hobby you know yeah music is my hobby. hearing it and you know absorbing it it just gets me so excited because it's it's not. I mean, one, the artwork is great. Thank like you. you're phenomenal. It's just a very cl- clear reason why you're doing so well. What you do, <laughs> yeah, try. But you know, the ex- we've talked about this before. Like the experience of tattooing. Like you'll always remember the experience. Totally, dude. But the experience is so much more. Like there's like an energy, like almost like a soul behind every tattoo. Totally. And That's- you know what? When I'm doing tattoos for clients, I, it's kind of like a. Uh, no, chores not the right word. It's kind of like a. Um, it's like a game I play with myself to try to like introduce new music to my clients. Like I, I'll put on a playlist of like four or five different bands that I think they'd like, and I'd like to think you know not you know eight eight out of ten times the yeah. client is will respond to it like hey this is rad what is this you know what I mean, and that's why I have like sit down consultations with folks like I kind of like see who they are see yeah, what get they're a vibe into for them. yeah totally and then yeah I try to like base like their listening experience for the tattoo. And that, I mean, the fact that you take so much care into that is such a big difference, though. Dude, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Such, such a huge thing because, you know, like I said, there's like a soul to every tattoo, its own being almost totally. it's on your body. And, you know, the fact that you're, it's like you're channeling something so, you know, the idea like, okay, we're channeling, the masterpiece is already written. I'm just channeling it through. I didn't write the song. I'm channeling it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What you're doing is you're taking this beautiful art that's been channeled into the already wonderful universe. Yeah. And you're channeling it through your body. And giving it to us to onto our physical body, like you're turning it into a physical thing. Sounds for us. so zen. Well, it's it's zen, <laughs> but it's also fucking metal as shit, dude. Yeah, like yeah. you're taking this beautiful, incredible vibration of sound and power, totally. 
and you're channeling it into a physical, tangible experience on our body. Yeah. And yeah. like that's, I mean, that's literally cracked my brain. <laughs> like the amount I've thought about tattoos since I've like met you is a, is absurd. Dude, rad. It's not even that Thank I want you. it to be covered. I just like, I want this artwork with me. I want it about, I want it on my body. I'm like, yeah, I'm just yeah, so yeah. stoked. I'm like, I need to just like put Gavin in a hole, like yeah. stay there and design everything for me. <laughs> You know, it's, be, it's, uh, uh, it's a good, it's a good feeling to be, to have that perspective. Totally. It's a good you know, and to that's, be psyched. And the thing is, is yeah, like not too many other things get me as psyched as music does. Yeah. At all. You know? I mean, nothing, nothing can move you like that. It can't, you know, it's well, one of those things, you know, it's like food, man. It's like oh. you have, you know, grandma's stew and it puts you back <laughs> in like, you know, fucking that one spot. Same with music, you know. Well, music is untouchable too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I said it last time, but I was in an elevator with this guy once, and um, I don't know how it got brought up, but um, we were talking music because we were like in this, I think we we're in Vegas or something. Anyways, uh, he goes, "Yeah, you man, music died tomorrow. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the difference." And I remember I kind of like crossed my arm. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I was like blown away. I never heard anybody say anything like that. If music died tomorrow, I wouldn't know the difference. What? And that stuck with me. What does that mean? You know? Because I don't, I, I can't think of it for the life of me, like how the conversation got up. Because I mean, we were like waiting in line at the elevator, in the elevator, and in that two minute Short transaction spirit, yeah. that had came up. I remember I took like a big step back. I like this like, motherfucker. Fuck. If yeah. music died tomorrow, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that yeah. mean, though? Does it just mean yeah. that he like doesn't care, like he doesn't yeah. listen, or does it mean the fact that like he's so in love with what he what's already made, like how how long would it take for him to even notice that it wasn't around anymore? Like, yeah, I don't know. All how I took it was he didn't give a shit about music, so I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. I just I mean, <laughs> I just you have to be really really cynical to not care about any music. Yeah. Right. Like that was like the, that was the first original celebration of mankind. Like yeah. we smacked our chests and hit yeah, shit together dude. and jumped around a hit fire, bones and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that was that's the original party. Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, so I'm going to Denver next week or no two weeks. Have you heard of that band Wardruna? Wardruna. Yeah. No. So Wardruna, uh, they did a lot of the soundtrack or a handful of the soundtrack for that show Vikings. Oh, dude. Um, I love that show. So they're. Beyond that show, they're a very spiritual, powerful band. And okay. I've seen them in Oregon. I've seen them in L.A. But we're going to see them at the Red Rocks Amphitheater. Oh, and But they use no modern instruments. There's songs where it's just bones. There's songs where it's like, uh, you know, cowhide, you know, um, drums. And they use these big tin um, horns. It's wow. really fucking powerful, dude. Holy shit. But yeah, we're going to see them in the Red Rocks, so. Yeah, you got to get some footage of But they're, that. I mean, primal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely primal. And basically, it's like a it's like a sermon, what he does. It's like a pagan, yeah. you know, ceremony. So, it's really rad. Damn, dude. Yeah. You got to fucking come on it's one of these roots. trips. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Yeah, we're going to get weird, for sure. <laughs> well, damn, man. I, uh... I could talk to you about this for days. I could talk to yeah, you about Yeah, you know, I, I fucking... I love talking music. That's why I send you music. Dude. So I send you, my homie Bruce, my homie Spencer, and my buddy Ricky are like the four people that I talk to the most. Like we, ha I have whole threads of just back music. and forth music. You know I gotta I mean? start sending you more stuff. Hey, do it. I encourage it because yeah. I mean, literally, I, I I just I fucking love music. Find I love talking music. To. I love looking at music. I love you know yeah. all the things pertaining to it. So yeah. 
Well, I love learning more about your world, your yeah. tattooing and art world. Yeah. I'm stoked for this event. I'm stoked for this I'll, uh, thing. I'll, of course, I'll, I'll fill you in 100% yeah. once it gets closer because, you know, I have some really rad tattooers and artists that have been like, whenever you got it, you know, uh, yeah. let me know. So, Well, Gavin, anything else you want to share with us before we uh, call it for the day? No, that's it. Well, I appreciate you that's coming on. And I, yeah, I, I'm, I honestly, dude, I, I like this. I feel like I want to have you on way more often. I, yeah, I, don't, do. I don't get, I don't like, I loved, I love doing the show. I love bringing guests on. Like I, I got, you know, I like to ask them the questions. I love diving into things, but you're one of those dudes where I can just like chill and just like, let's fucking bullshit yeah, right. about yeah. music and talk totally. about this. And I hope people stuff. are like, like it as much as we do. Hell yeah. Hey, but you know what? The few people that I, I sent out the our, our last episode to were like, dude, that was a good listen. So I'm like, okay, it's a little bit of validation. You're like, all right, cool. Be yeah, like, what the fuck are these people talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, because, you know, I've listened to a handful of your shows. And, you know, sometimes, like, if I, if you're not a musician, you know, you're trying yeah. to, like, keep up, you know? Um, well, because, I, I mean, I like, my whole show is, like, I want it to be the creative community, right? Totally. Like, all creativity dude, yeah. was, like, I've yeah. had magicians, comedians. <laughs> yeah, I haven't know. listened to that one yet, but I want to, dude. Dude, he's, a, yeah. he's, he's, like, he's the hardest worker in the world. No shit. Um, well, you have like, to be the hustle of being a, music, a magician. Like, yeah. like, all these different things, but, like, music is such, like, a close thing. Like, but at the same time, it's great because it doesn't matter what kind of creativity you're in, like, music plays a role. 100%. So yeah. it's like, yeah, there's a lot of parts. And if it where... doesn't, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> well, like me and Eric, when, we, when me and Eric yeah. talk, like it always turns into something like, oh, this drummer, that, this, you know, yeah, guitar yeah. player, this band, that, yeah. you know. Can't help it. No, you can't. But I mean, yeah. that's, everyone's listening to something. Totally. Fucking love be, it. Be inspired and get better. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, rock and roll, man. Thanks fucking for coming right on. on. Thanks, Peace buddy. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs>